This episode is brought to you in part by Tweaked Audio. They make audio products known as earbuds. These are durable, tangle-free, noise-reducing earbuds that come in seven styles. That's Tweaked, PB, California, Parkour, Parkour 2, Classic, Natural, and seven colors. Red, blue, green, yellow, pink, black, silver, and wood. That's not a color. That's a material. They come in mic'd and non mic varieties, and they're designed to sound great for music and for talking on your phone. They're engineered for durability and high performance with a noise-reducing design. It is excellent for listening to podcasts like this one. Compatible with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, MP3 players, anything with a little tiny headphone jack. Each pair carries a limited lifetime warranty. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBOX to get 33% off your order and free worldwide shipping. All right. Oh, should we intro the show? Hey, it's Let's comedy do the show. Samantha Gallegos <laughs> joining me is Brian Altano. What's up? Scott Bromley. <laughs> What's going on, internet? And uh, Zach Ryan. Konnichiwa. Welcome back, Zach. Thanks. Um, yeah. We're going to start with two, a question. Two for Tuesday. Oh, we're yeah. starting with a question. Right into it. All right. All right. It's from cool. Armando Angelo. Armando. Panciato. Angelo Panciato. He says, when you first, when you moved to a new place, what did you do to acclimatize yourself as fast as possible? Oh, and I was going to say, the first thing I did when I moved to Seattle... When I was by myself, first thing I did is I went out and bought all the shit from my house. But to acclimatize myself, yeah, I'll break it down step by step what okay. I did. No, but the, the, then I went and took like a 12-mile walk one day. And mm-hmm. I walked through all the neighborhoods down to like the touristy yeah. spot and then all the way back. And I walked the whole time. Didn't take my car. Didn't take transit because yep. I wanted to make sure that I like kind of figured out where I was. And like if a- I saw things that I liked, I was like, oh, there's a place that I thought was cool. I'll check that out yeah, later. Yeah, that's, that's the yeah. only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever have those like the inception moments when you move to a city and you're walking around and all of a sudden it completely spins around on its axis from where you think it is? And you're like, oh, shit, I'm here. That's like, like it walking, rotates that, in your brain. For me, that's like walking through Boston. Yeah. Because all of their streets are triangles mm-hmm. and nothing makes sense. I'm not sense. sure I fully understood what you meant, Brian. So so you go to a place and you're walking around and it's completely foreign and all of a sudden you turn the corner on a familiar street and you're like, oh, this – and it recalibrates the map in your head. This you is, know, oh, I'm here. This is the opposite side yeah. of the street that I, I used was to, on. I used to come to San Francisco all the time when I was in high school, mm-hmm. but I'd always, I always had a specific location Where that did I was you grow going up? to. I grew up in Lodi, which is about an hour oh, and a half Oh, shit. Northeast. Lodi. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sons of Anarchy. This is infidel capital of the world. I know. My dad <laughs> built a lot of wineries up in Lodi. No shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where um, they do all their storage facilities. But we used to lie to our parents and say we were going to go stay at a friend's house and then we'd come hang out in San Francisco. Right. But yeah, we always right. had a very specific spot in mind, you know, so like I, I knew the city like piecemeal and totally the same situation when I finally moved here, I would be out somewhere and I'd turn a corner and be like, oh shit. Like I definitely <laughs> thought this was on the other side yep. of town. Yep. Like, yeah. 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 For me, it was mostly like we used to drive up here and we'd just go to places like bottom of the hill yeah or like a few like other smaller venues and stuff so like i only knew san francisco in these very specific areas mm-hmm. now i'm like some of these places like bottom of the hill i'm like i fucking never go to that part of san francisco yeah. like ever like no one goes to that part so of san far away yeah but at the same time to me i was like oh this must be like a cool part of the town because i had no fucking clue about there's san no context yeah. yeah so but now when you go out there and you're like oh there's just a bunch of industrial bullshit out here yeah yeah, yeah. and way too expensive apartments yeah no i think a good a good way to acclimate immediately is to uh when you move into a place like you get stuff that makes you feel familiar at home right like the basics are the first thing you do when you move like you when you got a bar <laughs> a bar yeah doritos <laughs> the first thing i do when i get to a new city is i buy myself a nice bag of cool ranch doritos i'm on that shit for about an hour and then i feel right at home it is true though the first thing i did when i got to my like when i when i moved back and with max for a little bit like the first thing i do is set up my computer somewhere yeah. 
Like, you know, just like the one, like my bath yeah. station. Yeah, gotta, crank, like, gotta crank out these cream ghosts <laughs> yeah. before I get back out. It's like, it's like anytime I get to a hotel room, I just blast ropes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere you want. And yeah. they have to clean it. That's what I, I mean, do. you're only That's there for a night or two there. and they give you so many towels. So just, what the yeah. fuck else are you supposed yeah. to do with them? Yeah, nothing. Uh, I do dumb shit in the hotel. I'm roping. I like, I don't, like, not even like, like, you just get like fucking, being naked the whole time. Well, like, you just get drunk. You, you don't just, do that at your own house? I mean, sometimes, but at the hotel in particular. You sleep in I'm the like, nude, Zach. You feel, you look no, like I actually, I, I don't, I don't sleep naked, but I am, I, I do, I am naked. You do a lot, a lot of, you do a lot of naked stuff in the house? Well, you naked a lot in your house? No, I just like, I like, get out of the shower and then I don't want to put exactly. clothes yet, so I walk yeah. and do shit. Yeah. I get it. Or, or like, I'm walking to the shower and I'm like, oh, I forgot to do this thing. So, so you then said, I'm like, you, so you're saying you, you sit on your couch bare assed a lot. But you, you live with your girlfriend. Is she okay with that? Yeah, she's yeah. just like, oh, cool, go for it. Yeah, I like, like how he said it. He's like, yeah, she yeah. she's fine. It. She's fine with it because we've been dating for fucking an eternity. Yeah, how long have you been and, dating? Uh, almost ten years off and on. Holy, oh how old of a man you are? Thirty-one. Wow, how old of a man you are? Hey man, <laughs> how old of a man you are? So yeah, it's a funny thing because because when I'm, I'm walking around, stroke. somebody <laughs> turned over the fortune cookie fortune. <laughs> when I'm walking around naked, she's like, yeah, I've seen that shit before. Yeah, she's yeah, seen it. It's, it's yeah. all old news. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like watching like a YouTube clip of your favorite movie, you know, like you've seen it at all lengths. Well, that's the difference between <laughs> that's the difference between men and women because I she's seen me naked as many times as I've seen her naked, but yeah. when she's naked, I'm like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that your boobs are out. No, and then I, she's just like, shut the fuck up. I do that at home. We're like, dick out of here. Every now and then, I'm still like, oh shit, I I live with a naked lady. This is fucking cool. Like she'll Why be getting you turn ready into for Beavis. I, I just do. This. She's getting ready for work, and I run. I will run full. Screen across, up, down. This is straight up. I will run full speed across the apartment at eight thirty in the morning to to you know just put my mouth on on something over there. <laughs> She's like, I'm trying to get ready for work. And I'm like, I just, this is still amazing yeah, yeah. to me. Your Same. boobs are out. Your boobs are out. Then I pulled this off. You know, yeah. like, what a feat. Yeah. I convinced a woman to undress in front of me on a daily basis. She's still here. Wow. Yeah. But no, it's different. Yeah. It's very different with men because you get out of the shower and you're just like, oh, man, not today. I don't know about this. <laughs> I'll see you in a few moments. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a there's a holdup in in the Anthony, projecting room. <laughs> Anthony, do you you roll around? The your, movie's not ready. You roll around your house naked. This motherfucker's naked all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like he's yeah. got that yeah, that weird steel drum. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, I, if I'm not naked, I I do stuff in my underwear that I sometimes question whether I should be in my underwear. Like, granted, I live in a ba- neighborhood. And so I'm a little uncomfortable, but you know I'm in my own backyard with the fences up. But I'll walk out there not naked. Yeah, but to I'm out there, on the tree. But I'll be out there and just like my boxers. But I feel like you're and, new- and all of a sudden I'll be in my boxers and I'll be like, oh fuck, I should water. You're nude around the home. I should a lot, water though, right? the plants, so I'll start watering the plants just my right, boxers. Right. I'm like, you know, the I don't really see anything wrong with that. No, that's okay. Yeah, okay. But you're nude. You're nude around the house a lot, right? Only when I'm going to in the shower coming from, and I forget to do something like I'm. Because like, I, I feel this. like if somebody owns more than three musical instruments or more than one conch shell. <laughs> This guy. <laughs> They're naked around the house a lot, which is totally you. Yeah, you got a collection of conches? No, I got, got, got a lot of guitars, though. He's, he's got, got a guitar. Too. He's got, like, this weird drum that they're buying on an installment plan. You no, I, I, got a, I got, like, a weird steel-headed drum, that I, but it's because I really want this one that's, like, a weird Swedish one, but mm-hmm. it's really expensive. So if I buy this one, the other one will manifest itself? No, nah, this what? one was just like, a cheap a thing to tide me over until someday I can afford one of those, like, $4,000 ones. Wow. $4,000 for a... St- $4,000 for a drum? That's not that bad. Actually. Is it one of the ones right? that like the, the it's curved convex? Dome. Yeah, yeah, with the different points, the yeah. different, different tones. Different tones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's one of those. This like, guy, dun, dun, 
I've, I got a real thing going with Anthony tonight. I feel like me and him are really got, got a lot in common. You guys going to start a full-on fish jam band, aren't you? Uh, you guys, you guys should get together. You, he, Anthony brings his didgeridoo and his theremin. It's not a hippie a, thing. No, uh, other, uh, other a didgeridoo animals. isn't a hippie thing. And I got a. No, I'm talking about this. Oh, a didgeridoo oh. is a hippie thing. But I don't know. This I don't steel have a didgeridoo is anymore. Hippie. Um, anymore. <laughs> Yeah, did it return to its no, life it was, as a PVC it, it was, pipe? It was my mom's, and I borrowed it for something. Oh, I was going to say, like, what's it look like when you have the ceremonial thrashing of the didgeridoo? <laughs> uh, you get rid of that thing. My mom, my mom went to Australia. Throw it off back, a high roof. She came back with a didgeridoo, and she came back with one of those things they used to. They, you see it in Crocodile and Dundee, which is a terrible reference. But a knife. The mm-hmm. thing that you spin above your head to, to communicate. Like, of the, all like, the indigenous episodes tribes, to not have Alana. Of all the episodes that Alana just Indigenous bailed. tribes in Australia that communicate with these things you were over your head and you can hear it for miles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Different tones. To oh, helicopters. So, is that, what is that, like Australian cell phones? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, Brian. That's ridiculous. Uh, Joseph writes in and says, action figures and video games are cool and all. Yeah. Thanks. But what's your favorite adult toys? And he means, mine is my outdoor pizza oven. He says, like, you know, you're, you're our, like... Our favorite adult toys? Yeah, like, Brian, do you have a cappuccino machine or some shit like that? Like oh, something um, that, yeah, my, 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 I'm, I'm like, I'm so, I'm very serious about coffee in the morning. That's, what, that's one of my things I really, I'm really into. I don't know, like, I, I've, I've talked to people about this. I was actually, I was talking to a friend of mine who's, like, a cancer doctor, and I was an oncologist. About, yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. the name for it. What, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> um, Stacy's in the other room screaming. Yeah, everyone can shake their heads at the same time, and it'll produce enough wind to lift one blade of grass. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just like I, I feel like you know when when you start meeting people who are going through hard times in their lives, you start realizing you know life is short, and you might as well enjoy the shit that that's good, and you have a good coffee every single morning if you can, you know. So that's one of the things I like. Good pizza. I don't really eat shit pizza. Well, do you have a nice coffee maker? I do. Oh, I have. I mean, my. Do you really want to go through like my coffee routine? I just want to know if you have like so, an espresso machine. So or I have. Some shit. I have an espresso machine. I have a French press. I have an Aero press. I have. Yeah, a, but you don't use them all at once, do you? No, I, I, I alternate. I have a Chemex, which is basically a pour over mm-hmm. drip, which is fucking phenomenal. And I have um, a like $250 coffee grinder with different settings. Jesus. Ionizes the beans and the thing. Like the, I do everything short of roasting the beans myself to make a perfect cup of coffee in the morning. And to me, it's like the difference between spending 90 seconds putting a Keurig in and just walking outside, like, oh, I got my shit in my body now. That's what I usually do. Or, yeah. Or just uh, spending five minutes and making just like a cup of coffee that goes, oh, fuck, today's going to be good. You know, that's one of those things. Pizza is the other thing I take very seriously, you know. I don't know. I don't have any, like... Yes, you do. They're called pinball machines. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I can take the... But those are toys. Those but are toy toys. adult toys. No, it's an adult toy. But you okay, don't, kids yeah. cannot you afford a, a pinball you love machine. A re- you love a really good beer. Like, that's oh the thing that you're God, like, I love you're a really good beer. Oh, yeah. do I ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PBR. Yeah, Zach's is drinking the the finest blue ribbon ale from eighteen ninety one. And I said, Zach, you're our guest tonight. I'll buy you dinner. I'll get you cabs. We'll, I'll get you any beer you want. And he was like, <laughs> Sure. And I bring him to the cans. I bring him to the liquor store. He gets two tall cans of well, PBR, it's the same which thing. is why I love this dude. It's right the same here. thing as when we had Dan on from Giant Bomb. Right? We got we're like, What do you want to drink? And he gets Mickey's. Mickey's. Like, yeah. So yeah. It's like, yeah. I love that. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm surprised Dan Riker didn't just get like two big tubs of nacho cheese and three spoons. <laughs> I love that dude for that shit, yeah. though. You know? Yeah, he doesn't hide it. Uh, Zach, what about you? Wait, wait. So, yeah, does a pinball machine counts? I guess yeah, it does. Yeah. What do you have? Do you have an arcade game? What do you have? No, no, no. I don't. I don't have an arcade game. I mean, uh, my biggest expenditures are like 
gear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like music gear. You know, like I, I have a really nice bass rig. Um, I don't know. Like the most adult, sh- like I don't consider that adult shit though. But I, I think probably the, the nicest thing that we well, have. You we have, have a nice guitar. I feel like you, it's, you've moved into adult shit. You also, because yeah, a lot of teenage people have like well, hand me downs and like, kind of like they want the Gibson, but they can't get the yeah. Gibson. Yeah. Like, and know, so, like, like, I'm sure like you, like I have like several guitars and a couple basses and, you know, like I, I, I have a bunch of gear. Yeah. But you give a shit about how things sound. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like the most like the thing that I get the most joy out of that it is almost like borderline embarrassing because it is so adult is mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend got a set of like analon cookware yeah. from working yeah. hell the, yeah like a cooking show mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things where it was like. I never knew what cooking on nice cookware was. Yeah, and once I did, it was like forty dollars thing from Target. Yeah, all of a sudden it's everything. like holy shit! Yeah. Like now I understand what cooking is actually like. Right. You know, so I, that was yeah. I had a. Uh, That's the thing that I'm like probably the the, the most. I had a seventeen dollar a seventeen dollar frying pan I got from IKEA one year, and it was on sale. And then I brought it home, and I noticed that uh, on the bottom of the sides of it was like this Guy Fieri American flag. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, IKEA? This is bullshit. Shit. And I cooked on it. Everything I put on it burned and stuck to the thing, and it was just a big struggle. But it was like you put a little more money into it, and all of a sudden, like food just slides around and yeah. just coats perfectly. Like it's fucking amazing. You ever, you ever do this move where you're cooking something and you just flip it in the pan? Yeah, yeah. And you feel like yeah. a goddamn genius. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, it's awesome. But one of the other things I noticed that you're really, that like, you really legitimately give a shit about Zach is like you care about video quality. Like when Max and I were first like starting up at noon with you as our producer, we were like, oh, we can shoot packages. On our phone who gives a shit no one cares and you're like i care i want to make it look really good you can shoot the dumbest shit in the world i don't care about the content but make it pretty like, yeah make put it, it on beautiful. something nice yeah. yeah put on something nice and then i go out and i shoot with you and i'm like that's why he said that he's good at what he does you yeah know? It, well we shot this whole dumb fucking package about a cockroach the oh, other yeah, day we, we didn't talk about this shit yeah. what did you is it did this air already it aired yeah. on, it aired on thursday no yeah. so Scott, i see you, i'm you've been I, coming into the comments at like the last 10 I know, minutes I, of the show i know because I, I i but now I, he's got his I, own I, shit to worry about yeah, i know exactly, the, well yeah. the thing is is I, I make a point to watch your show every week because i love it but i like the last thank you honestly you're welcome. Yeah, that's awesome the last three weeks i've had meetings because my show is in the in the early stages, so mm-hmm. I have meetings constantly, and I, the one at noon always ends early. So I'm like, oh fuck, what, what did I miss? I yeah. had a very funny moment uh, earlier. We were waiting for Alana to come by, and uh, the door opens, and I thought it was her, and it was it was Stacy, mm-hmm. and Stacy and I were laughing, and she was like. Yeah, it was it was almost like coming home to you for a second. That would have been weird. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like it actually wouldn't have been that weird because both of us would have ended up with medical professionals. Yeah, and, with big boobs. And you and the, and our significant others, yeah, would have ended up <laughs> yeah. with uh, uh, people who write and work on weird internet shows. Yeah. So ultimately, it's the same thing. But no, I uh, I left for for New Jersey and New York to go see my family and I was gone. I had an iced coffee and I left it on my desk and finished, I finished it and left the glass there and I was gone for maybe seven hours and I came back and there was a cockroach in yeah. my glass and Joseph most Carter. people would have screamed and thrown it in the trash. At IGN. But Max, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Max goes, Oh, I miss Brian and I'm woefully codependent. So I'm going to take this cockroach and put it in a jar and 
write a, a label on top that says Brian Jr. and he's going to be my roommate for the next week and a half. So, so he for, brought it on the show. Yeah, and for shit two like weeks. For two weeks on the show, there was like <laughs> Max would introduce Brian Jr. and we would like shoot a close up of the cockroach yeah. in the jar. And so last week on the show, we shot this. I can't believe I fucking missed. We this. shot this farewell so package bad. of of Max like releasing Brian Jr. to the yep. wild, but it's like him like sharing Doritos with the roach and like laying in the grass and like he points at the sky and there's like a cloud shaped like a cockroach it was fucking stupid it was, it was such it was it's like a, a kind beautiful of shit, art film it's a kind of shit that like i produce and i think is so funny and i showed her my girlfriend and she's like what the fuck do you yeah, do for a living yeah. like yeah. how is this a job and it's the kind of shit you show it to the comments so like what is this not funny not funny and then yeah. five years later like those fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. like when we yeah, when we all leave what we're doing now they'll look back and be like oh, i missed man, the old I up re- at noon yeah. i know that's the way it always <laughs> holy goes. shit that was some cutting edge stuff they were really on top of their game so the funny thing about this video is like i'm back for a day right uh-huh. and like I, I spent a week and a half in new jersey like taking care of my mother who has stage four cancer and i come back and i'm like i can't wait to get back in the rhythm of work and everything like that. And Zach and Max are like, hey, come with us. We're going to go shoot this art film about a cockroach. <laughs> and I'm like, I hate this thing. Now, this, you, this doesn't pick up in the video, but the cockroach is in this jar. Was it alive? Was it was oh, alive, yeah. alive oh, yeah. the whole time? In the yeah. jar. You know why? Covered, How is he feeding it? Covered in turds. Because he just eats for his two, own shit. For two weeks, Max put one dollop of oatmeal in the jar. <laughs> And this cockroach is just eating his own shit. He really is. He really is just two children in a trench coat. Yeah, oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I what love, should I, we, I what love should him we for feed that. it? I don't know. Oatmeal? So, Good idea. Well, so he sealed out, the jar with fucking tape, so yeah. he couldn't put more oatmeal in there. He couldn't even there. breathe. I don't yeah. even know how it could breathe. So it's sitting there, and it's like... <laughs> I, I assume it's it's eating its own shit for a week and a half. Oh, undoubtedly, like it ate it ate it ate oatmeal and then it shat oatmeal for a week. What do you and think half, it was? Then, it was like that cockroach is like my life is fucking terrible. I'm stuck in this glass jar. Yeah, I have to look at Bib Fortuna. Yeah, every day. I look at all these Star Wars toys. <laughs> I, I look to my right, I see Bib Fortuna. So, I look behind me, I see a, a constantly moving tropical scene, which is Max in his shirt. So we take him out to the Embarcadero and uh, we shoot the, we shoot this whole video and the video ends with a, a release right uh-huh. so they go to release the cockroach and then the camera stops rolling or whatever it does in 2016 and i go okay cool can i kill it now and zach and max are like no and i'm like why it's a cockroach you have to understand though for two weeks we have a special bond with this man so we can't we're just not gonna step on him yeah so brian just does the next best thing and just dumps coffee on i'm it. drinking an iced coffee so i pour iced coffee on this cockroach and all of a sudden he goes mm. And he's like, yes! And he starts running full speed, and he's all up and down the Embarcadero, and then he probably has 7,000 children now, and he'll live forever. And it was funny, because, like, Zach showed me the original cut of the video, and it was like, R.I.P. Brian Jr., 2016 to 2016, and I was like, I love this video, it's perfect, can we change it to 2016 to R.I.P. Brian Jr., 2016 to 3076? So they added that, and we put it up. We never broke it out. It's you have to. No, go. it went out. It went out on uh, I think um, on our Facebook, on Facebook? channel. Yeah, it was yeah. like oh, it a did? promo yeah. spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I gotta look it up. That was but, fun. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I was you like, you guys ran an old video I made recently. Which one? The yeah, that'll the, happen. The Top Gun 
Oh yeah, shot for yeah, shot yeah. remake. Oh, that's because there was something that it's like I the forget, anniversary. I forget what it was, but like, yeah, there was something that somebody like Fran or someone was like, but so, oh shit, I was we like, made a video that we should use for that we, because like those guys will but, love that but we that's use it. You know, total so, yeah. case in point of what we were talking about the like the the three five or five years year cycle yeah. was that when you first put that video up, people were like, gay, this bullshit. And you you made a you edited this video is it awesome. It's it was, a shot for it's like shot for shot, uh, was, and they were doing was, the same. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty. Who? In yeah, in the uh, those up and com- those up and comers. Brian Miggles. Yeah, in the uh, in the in the IGN like editorial pit, and they're playing volleyball with each other shirtless, uh, intercut with scenes from Top, Top Gun, Gun. The when, volleyball scene. When, and Goose and volleyball. Maverick are playing uh, volleyball shirtless, and we put the vid- you put the video up on Facebook back then, and this is back before like Facebook had any accountability. No, and, none. Yeah, and people were just like gay faggot bullshit all this bullshit to you and then we put up the video recently and people were like that's hilarious i miss those guys this is great like it just comes around <laughs> well, we also just did a video about like the like best shirtless scenes in marvel movies or some yep. shit yeah <laughs> and like it went mega viral on yeah. facebook like, people fucking loved it you know it's, it's mm-hmm. so stupid yeah it's, it's just so weird how like uh people will be like totally against something and then a, a few years later they, they look back at it like i mean like we just we were drinking high c yeah, we drank like Ecto Cooler, Cooler before the show yeah. started, which is one which of those is things. Still delicious, PS. yeah, it's still delicious. But it's one of those things where you think about it and you're like, oh, that was weird. But then like they're like, oh, we're bringing it back, and you're like, oh, I missed that so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, it all comes full circle. That's good. How you doing, Anthony? I was uh, reading a question. Okay, more of a Patronus, and uh, Shay says, "How different are you guys off camera and mic?" Not <laughs> zero. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Not that different. I was going to say that I think there's that perception. Like sometimes I think people think that you, we have people that I think you don't even believe us when we say like, oh, we were drinking extra cooler before we started recording. They yeah. think that's all part of like, uh, you know, a persona or something like that. But it's the, uh, it's the truth. This, this night started off by me giving stuffed animals to everyone and then <laughs> having true. ecto cooler. Yeah. It's true. So we um, I'm a little more, I'm a little more, uh, business at work. Only because well, I, I think everybody's be. a little more business. Yeah, no, work, but I mean, yeah. like, I, 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 I'm not like. Ah, look I, at all this goofy shit. I work at a game studio, and unlike, not yet. And unlike IGN, everyone works with headphones <laughs> get on. And no one talks. Oh, you know, really? So it's like it's very. Nobody different. talks. No. Well, I have to shut. I have to shut my office door because I'm just really loud whenever I do anything. Uh-huh. Brian knows they had to separate us. Yeah, that was weird. Do you know about that, Zach? I can only imagine. Scott got yeah, yeah. Scott was basically off in like a like they had we had pods on the third floor, and Scott was just kind of off in his own little pod. No, because I had uh, Brian mm. and I were next to each other, and it was just like ideas going back and forth. Like, just what fucking stupid con- thing yeah, can we do? Constant workshopping in the air, and then and then like people were like, I can't write my article for teenage we dance party. Yeah. Um, we need to move you and they moved me to the other side of the office and i would just be like Brian! Well, wouldn't it be funny if mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> well so we just did a big desk move yeah. like every like every i'd say yeah, like old, six months the old IGN shake them up. Yeah, yeah like we yeah we get shook up and uh they put brian and max next to each other and for like just they, now the, yeah, well, yeah so they yeah. were across from each other right. but now they're like right next to each other yeah and 
I was like, I, this is not a good idea. No, it was like. But then Max, first blind, Brian took off, and he was gone for two weeks, and now yep. Max is gone for a couple weeks. But I know that within the first like month that those two are actually around oh, yeah, together, we're gonna come back hard. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, oh, yeah. it's gonna be the second coming of well, of Scott oh, yeah, and Brian. Yeah, you yeah. know, like when Drake does a song with like uh, like. Queen Latifah. No. And some, one of them's like, yo, they fucked up putting us together on this track. Like when they yeah. take two rappers and the fir- their intro is like kind of rubbing it in people's faces that they're like, oh man, we should have never done a song together, but here we are. That's going to be Max and I until they tell us to never sit together again. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll move you, they'll move one of you to the other side. And that's going to be really hard. I mean, they go, how are we supposed to do our show together? And then you have to put the, uh, the printout of Brooks was here and hang that on the beam like yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good. Time. That's still there, by the way. Is it still there? The oh, Brooks yeah, was yeah. here. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Good. Yeah. But no, we're, we're, I, I would say like we're because that's where that's directly where I sat. It was underneath it, and Brian sat next to me. We're right pretty now. on that on that on column. That yeah, yeah, on the column that Brooks was here. That's funny shit. We're pretty much the same people. We owe, we are outside of this because it's like I I I I think that like this show works and our careers work because we're not disingenuous, you know, and like I don't I don't have like a. Like I don't want to call anybody out, but there's a lot of people that have like their 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 on version of themselves, which is kind of awesome because like talking about no I don't know there's just there's just a lot of people out there that just do internet videos that just go yo and I'm all of a sudden a different person than I am and then and you catch them you catch them afterwards and you're like uh well you're just a different you know you're you're quiet and and strange and and. You know, I mean, you see a lot of it with like it's an easy target, but like a lot of like the YouTuber, YouTuber like I jump mean, cuts. I stuff. had to do that shit sometimes too, and I'd have to read scripts. You know, it's just a script. Well, voice yeah, versus. of course. I mean, yeah, there's a script voice and all that, but like for the most part, like if you catch me in the middle of the afternoon getting a coffee, I'm gonna say some goofy, dumb shit that I sort of regret, which is you know. That's the thing. The funny thing about working at at IGN because I I think there is a stigma that people are putting on airs or, or like adopting a personality to mm-hmm. be on a podcast or be on camera. Cause I listened to like, I listened to beyond and I listened to NBC for a long time before I started working there. Craigway. And, yeah. yeah. Wow. But it's funny to hear like to go and like Brian saying, like go and grab a coffee and just like he and I and Max or the three of us and Marty are just like, riffing on some dumb shit and it's like oh no you guys are really like this all the time no we're like this like we were really this brain damaged like constantly yeah. zach and i were talking about on the on the car right over here can we talk about this oh yeah oh, yeah sure whatever uh <laughs> who gives a shit our, we're deep this deep in our careers yeah. but we were talking about like um how funny it was to like uh like just try to get fucked up in high school right like mm. to like do to 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 get to uh, smoke weed or like get drunk or whatever and come home and try to hide it from your parents and stuff like that and we had this whole tirade back and forth with each other about like you know uh, we used to have to drive around in cars with our friends and like smoke pot because like we didn't have anywhere to go you don't have an apartment or anything like that and then we pull up and the cab driver is just like what did he say exactly so we're getting out of the car and he goes hey it was really funny to listen to you guys tell those stories yep. and we we're like oh thanks dude and he goes that's what my son's doing right now <laughs> <laughs> and we're like oh shit we i think we just gave you some insider information brian and i did that thing where you like look at each other like uh <laughs> fuck well okay <laughs> I just blurted out. I was like, oh, it's just a phase. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Which made us kind of be like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of father I might be someday if that's even the path I choose to take. But like, you know, uh, like, are, are you able to like know all the tells? I, yeah, I think, right. I think your, you as a father is going to have the, the PSA voiceover every time you enter the room. 
parents who use drugs yeah. have children who well, use Well, that was the funniest thing, because, like, in high school, I used to bust my dad smoking weed all the time. Yeah. I used to bust him smoking weed all the time, and he would try to hide it, and then he'd feel guilty about it and all this shit. And so when I started smoking weed, it was really weird, because he would bust me, and he'd be like, are you yep. smoking... Are you smoking weed? Yeah, mm-hmm. how's, that, how's that new shit? You know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, Dad. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to fuck with that. But then it was like three or four years down the line, and I would come home from college, and you'd be like, hey, man, you want to get loaded? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to get fucking loaded with you. That's weird, dude. <laughs> there was like a, a very big jump one day where my dad told me, uh, he told me this really funny story. He went from being like, don't smoke pot. You know, you got to get in college. You got to wor- worry about your grades. Because he was always like, you know, very uh, academic. And then I got got into college and I, 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 I aced college for some reason. Because when you go to art school and you're like, you're good at art, you're like, you're in. You're, you did it. <laughs> yeah. You made it. Now, I mean, worry about the rest of the world after this because that's when shit really fucks yep. you up. But he was telling me the story about uh, like he he got kind of fucked up in in, uh, in college and he bought these like this bag of like these freeze dried apples that you add to water and they expand to real apple size and him and his friends what like that's fucking weird yeah some weird shit back in like the 70s right and him and his friends got like really fucked up together and they like were like oh we're hungry let's eat some of these apples and they just ate a whole bag of apples and then all the apples blew up in the stomachs and they were just like Whoa! and he told me like my dad this had this amazing he just had this amazing method and i love this this style because as the older i get the more i apply it to people who come to me uh with problems as 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 a younger age but it was like no matter what kind of trouble you get into if you have a story as an older person that can match that and not even eclipse it like i one up to you but to let you know that like i did something like that stupid yeah i did the proto version of that shit i did the proto yeah. version of that shit and i got through it and i'm i'm okay yeah. you'll be okay i don't think there's a better way to sort of like talk to somebody younger than you cuz i think a lot of people look at people younger than you and they talk down to them i don't think that's necessarily the way to communicate with a younger generation <laughs> to look at them dead in the eyes and be like oh you did this Dude, you probably think this is the end of the world, but it's not. When I was 21, I did this. It was so fucking stupid. I, like, I don't even know how I'm not dead or in jail. And Dude. you go, oh. If you want some fucking anime about teenagers fighting supernatural entities, check out Myriad Colors Phantom World. It's full of them. A bunch of school children from the Hosea Academy have a problem with evil phantoms invading their world. Teenagers have enough to worry about without supernatural's monsters, but oh fuck, anime does not care. Go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and go sign up and you get a free month today and then watch cartoons until your eyeballs explode and they shoot out of your head and there's lightning everywhere and your hair gets real nice and then you go to a hot springs because that's where everyone makes good friends with each other. Yeah. My dad had yeah. my dad has the most amazing stories just like that. Yeah, that he, like he told me throughout, like sporadically throughout the course of my life, and I felt like it was like in stages. Like the older I got, he would tell me crazier and crazier stories. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, one time I did it, and I was like, "What, what stage the you fuck? at now? Like, like what's the craziest cool. story? What's the craziest story he's told you recently? Where you're like, fuck. So when I was a kid. He always alluded to the fact that he was in a kung fu movie, like a B movie, right? <laughs> oh, and it was God, one of those. We never talked about that. Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, it was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my dad is in a kung fu movie. And so, Michael Gross, because I'm looking at you and I don't know, so, kind of a Michael Gross thing going on right now. I don't know what does that mean. Who's you Michael look like Gross? Michael Gross. Who's Michael Gross? He was the dad on Family Ties. He was the he was married to Reba McIntyre and oh, Tremors. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
That's <laughs> so very deep. He he would like he had mentioned a couple times that he was in this kung fu movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, last summer, I was uh, with my girlfriend. We were at a friend's house, like at, like uh, on a trip. At so it was like actually their cabin or whatever. And I casually mentioned it like offhand, like, "Oh yeah, it's like my dad when he's in that kung fu movie." Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, kung fu movie?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so the next time we go home, my dad will tell you this whole story." So my uh, we go to visit my parents months later, and he tells us this story about how he was in this B-movie called Death Machines. Yep. We find the trailer on YouTube. It's fucking ridiculous. He got killed twice in the movie <laughs> because <laughs> he took karate lessons at this dojo and it was like cheap like this movie was cheap as dirt and they just needed extras and so they came in and they fi- in stockton california they oh filmed God. all these scenes yeah. yeah 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 and so he got killed twice and in in one of the trailers you can see him get like sliced up against is, this is he wearing the same outfit in both oh for sure it's just like a shitty karate game. yeah <laughs> it's cheap as shit and the 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 trailer itself is amazing because it's like death machines like I think you, sh- you show oh, me the trailer so good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i was i'm i'm so floored about that it's like really funny because uh you know trisha trisha hersberger yeah she was on right. up at noon she was on the show did you and, watch that movie that she was in yeah and it was just, it's i think i think awful. it's i think it's fascinating that like <laughs> it's fucking terrible yeah yeah it's so no, it's of like, course it's like it wasn't even a movie it was two people with a video camera no and she openly was like this yeah. was a shitty movie and i think there's something amazing about that like that uh and we're gonna we're careening more and more into that like as as the as media grows up and moves towards towards youtube like the generation now it 20 years from now is gonna be like so i was in this youtube video and uh we were trying to do the world's longest dunk shot and uh i uh, i my head blew up 10 seconds in but we had to use you know effects that came with my dad's computer for free like there's something really endearing and wonderful about that i think it's so fucking hilarious like the fact that you could be like hey here's a movie my dad was in like decades well, ago it was fucking hilarious because we he told us he was while he was telling us the story he was like oh yeah man they promised us this crazy after party and like all this this crazy shit and he's like when we got there they fed us like bologna sandwiches so there was no after party (laughs) but we didn't get paid he's like when they rigged us up we had these like blood packs like strapped to our chest that blew up and just it just looked so shitty we knew it was a disaster at the time but we were so excited to be in this movie that actually sounds (laughs) like the funny thing about the blood packs and everything is that actually sounds like better pre-production that you than you would expect you should watch a trailer oh no yeah i did i did but i think the idea of having exploding blood packs in a shirt is like wow somebody thought a thought yeah <laughs> to make this happen like that that takes a little bit of work did you ever make those when you were a kid the the fake squib packs oh, i mean God, we yeah, would we yeah. would uh in my friend's kung fu movie when we blew out his chest i we just punched and then we did a quick cut to a shirt with a watermelon in it blowing out with a firework. <laughs> yeah. So it just blew out red chunks against this, sh- this white oh, shirt. Oh, we did way stupider than that. We would score We would score a shirt with a little X, and then we would take a really long firework fuse, tie them together, and have it going out. Then we would take a, a, leather, a leather weightlifting belt that you would tie around yourself, and then you would tape fireworks condoms filled with blood on yourself right on the belts what rig them all up together so that the light it the belt would protect you the belt would protect you from the firework going off and blowing up the condom of blood through the scored shirt to also give an explosion and a little bit of smoke on the shirt and then you would let it go up and then it would go off and when you would edit you would cut right right after everything was inside and just blow it up oh my god yeah that's so intricate yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. me and my friends weren't that good we just 
if we needed to set someone on fire, we'd just set them on fire. You know? <laughs> Did you guys yeah. like? We I had mean, so many. We had so many videos where we just like tossed like really shitty dummies out a window. Oh yeah, yeah. which to us was like the funniest thing because it was like so hilarious to cut from like <laughs> an obvious like super <laughs> shitty dummy to somebody like landing like superhero pose one, on the one ground. Of my, <laughs> one of my favorite cuts in the world is that right there. Yeah. I, I I don't think we I, were talking about this on Sunday. Oh like, my god! Like how how still to this day how funny it is to see like something like that or like a really shitty green screen or photoshop is like guaranteed to make me laugh yeah. really hard oh, yeah. yeah well zach like, zach, we did- zach was telling me how he like he doesn't know photoshop but he wants to learn it and i'm like well you don't have to learn it that great that's one of the few things that you can like if you're bad at it at the start you're still great at it because you can still provide you like do bad photoshops yeah, or almost as good yeah, which are ju- almost just as good if not better like and it's the same way like um it's weird because there's like there's a a lot of stuff called like uh there's folk art there's found art and there's outsider art and it's usually from the same groups of people who are not all the the running the running thread through all that is that they're not formally trained right right right? right, right. so like found art is is basically like uh like a a janitor who painted in the closet for years and i don't mean like gay i mean like he was (laughs) actually painting in a closet somewhere (laughs) and then one day you're like Dude, that motherfucker was really good. Oh, he's dead. Shit, that sucks. Uh, outsider art are, are, are people who uh, basically have no formal training whatsoever, uh, but they still keep drawing or painting. And folk art is just people who are like, I'm following a lineage, but this is, I don't know anything else outside of that. But there's something really endearing about that because I feel like uh, like when you learn too much, it breaks you. Right. You know, when you when you go to the MoMA and the Met every single weekend, all of a sudden you become too high class and you it fucks up your shit, right? Like I remember working on on music and somebody was like, "Oh, this this chord was this chord," and I'm like, "Don't tell me. I want want to keep it this want to keep it impure as possible." So uh, there's something endearing about somebody who has no idea how Photoshop works, yeah. and they come in and they just Photoshop like a, a rabbit's head on like a cop's body, and they're like rabbit cop in the worst font in the world. I fucking love yeah, that I shit. Love it. I it's love it. so funny. It's so like indie band album cover like this there's something so wonderful about that i loved uh going back to the the it's, i'm just remembering the high school effects we did so we speaking yep. of the dummy thing we did this scene where it was like a guy sitting at a bench and he was going to get his head blown off with a potato gun because that's all we had um so it's like the person sitting there and then the world's worst dummy with a potato gun and like one of those styrofoam mannequin heads that we colored with a Mr. Sketch yeah. flesh colored. Then we sat underneath it. With, we took one of those stream machine like pool oh, yeah, shooters, yeah, yeah. filled it with red <laughs> with red water and just waited underneath, shot the head off with the potato gun. The head like the potato cannon goes off like boom. But it barely hits the it barely hits the head because, mm-hmm. because we didn't aim it properly and it's a styrofoam head so it kind of like floats off and then just this giant <laughs> seventeen <laughs> foot stream of red blood just squirting out of it. <laughs> that's amazing. But it's just like that's the kind of folk art. That's like horror film folk art. But that that's like if you school. you go back and watch like uh, you know like the Romero of the dead movies. Like the first three or four of those were just like oh, an arm yeah. cuts off and then like thirty seconds later it's just like. Yeah. We used to always do shoots in the air. We used to always do dumb shit like that. We did a movie about uh, Apollo astronauts, and when they're all getting the call to get to space, I remember we, my friend who now actually writes movies for Hollywood, is like wanted to do these shots of like, oh well, you're going to be playing the piano in the scene. I was like, I don't know how to play piano. He's like, oh, my brother will play piano for you. He's like, we'll just put your sweat, arms in the vest. 
<laughs> and he'll just put his arms under your armpits, right? And he'll play piano behind you, and we'll just shoot it where it looks like it's your arms, and you just have to. Which, like, which is how they did all the uh, David Bowie ball scenes in Labyrinth when he's like moving his arms in the air, like he was is just like, true? oh, and yeah. another hand came. Well, the, up the, the difference the between that is Jim Henson knows how to hide a hand. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that same sort of, or like there was when we had to do the scenes of astronauts floating, we'd always shoot it from underneath and then just lay with our gut on like a, a bar stool. You yeah. know what I mean? So that we could just simulate floating. Just all that stuff you do. Like, you know, that nowadays people could add fucking dust motes and all kinds of stuff, but ours were just... Yeah, I wish kids these days like, about... didn't have all the... didn't have After Effects and, and classes. I wish kids still had to learn how to edit with two VCRs. Yeah. Jesus. That Did you ever have worst. to do that? Uh, so I, I graduated college in 2007, and Lucky. I took... I took the last one of the last editing classes I took was like a real real editing class. Yeah. Yeah, and uh it sucked a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah it does. I took I took final cut the semester before and then I took like analog editing like my last semester. And then it was crazy because I found out the very the next semester our school got an like a complete overhaul. All that shit, all the analog shit was taken out and they only they brought in all new final cut machines like yeah, so I feel like it just went by the wayside. I got it by like this much. I feel oh, like that man. was the opposite yeah. when um, when I was at IGN with Brian. Like I knew how to edit, but I didn't know how to use Avid. And I don't know if you guys are still using Avid. Some or... some people still use it. I was yeah. telling Zach about uh, it was our, so when we graduated from that Avid class yeah. that time, and we, we we made coupon the movie. Yeah, with like the cap and gowns and everything. <laughs> but I, I remember uh, it's funny because like right. there are so many jobs too for teenagers that are so different. It was now. River Coupon. Yeah. Like uh, my friend Paul was a was like a movie theater projector person, and he actually had to splice the film. And if they showed the film on two screens, he had to run it, the film between two projectors, so that they'd start within a couple minutes of each other, yeah. so that it could use the one piece of film and mm-hmm. stuff. And like nowadays, I'm pretty sure they literally just slot a hard drive. Oh yeah, it's like a dot yeah. MOV file. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just play it back. Yeah, yeah, it's like so different now. Yeah, well, you that's know? like I was. That's how that's how we got onto the topic because I was telling Brian like I came up as a freelancer, so. I came up at the very end of like, or the very beginning, I guess, of the digital age where like, Mm -hmm. I only knew, needed to know how to edit and produce. And so if there was ever an opportunity or or need for graphics or animation, Uh, like we would hire somebody else for that. So I I just never learned Photoshop and After Effects. And now, like now that I'm at this job, people are like, Hey, can you make a thumbnail for this thing? And I'm like, nah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to do that shit. Uh, and I was like, man, maybe just just make one and see if it's if well. It's then he was telling me he was like, shit and just, he's like, I'd love to, I would love to like make a Photoshop class for you where I'm like, hey, take this chicken and turn him into a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really funny. Is like is running like goofy Photoshop classes because yeah. like I only had one Photoshop class in my entire life, and it was freshman year in college in New York City at, at, at SVA, and they were like, all right, so here's what we need to do. We're gonna we're gonna take this uh, chicken and we're we're going to put a lens flare behind it and then we're going to put a sky behind it and it's, we're going to make a flying chicken. And I was like, my teacher's fucked up. Like my teacher's <laughs> fucked up in the head. Like this is why would anyone make it? Why would you use this power for such evil? <laughs> and then I was like, no, she's, she's on to something. Like you're supposed to do dumb shit in this, you know, this is taking seven instruments that should never go together and making a song. That's Photoshop. Yeah. So we'll get you in there eventually. You'll yes. love it. Fine. You'll have yeah. a good time. You don't want to teach Brian how to edit. 
No, Never. definitely not. Yeah. No, I, 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 told, I was telling, I was actually telling. We made, a, we made a river rafting movie called The Coupon. <laughs> <laughs> it was just this. Uh, so maybe like, you do want to teach yeah, me how to edit. It was just like a, a, a bunch of people on a river rafting adventure, <laughs> a close up of a deer, and then just the word coupons <laughs> across the screen. So, uh, yeah, a great film. It was yeah. an art film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess you guys aren't ready for it yet. Give it five years. You'll be all into it. Fucking when you're dead someday yeah. it'll come back and they'll be like did you know brian was like an aspiring filmmaker no one really understood what he was trying to say brian you, and i were did beavis you ever and see in coupon our, the movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. brian and we were beavis and butthead in the back of that class the whole week that's yeah. not we surprising were, at all we we're really just funny. like hey, yeah they yeah, put coupons on this <laughs> the fact that we went to a three-day class and then tried to buy cap and gowns was <laughs> Yeah, we tried to buy cap and gowns from Party City I know. USA. When, when, when I so G- when we graduated, we would be the only ones prepared. When IGN was owned by Fox, they would always tell us these weird things like, if you guys want, we'll totally uh, pay for you to go to school and just take a sabbatical if it's mm-hmm. something that can apply to your job. And all. No, I mean, to be fair, I could still do that now. I just grew up more, and that'd be so stupid to be like, I'm going to go fuck off for three days and then buy a cap and gown from a party store. You would still do it. <laughs> Oh God! I, I wish totally we found it. the camping cows. I would have I loved to totally have walked into it. that class. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> and the guy was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see a movie with my girlfriend tonight. What should I go see?" I was like, "Blue Valentine." Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Never grow up. You hated him. That's why you sent him to Blue Valentine. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, man. Zach, you and I went to go see a movie the other day, and it was funny because we went to a matinee, and it was you, me, and Marty Sleva, who's yes. been on the show more than a friend times. of the show. Friend, friend of the show, of the, friend of the show Marty Sleva. Yeah. And uh, it was us three and like 11 old people. And it was really funny because we walked out of the movie, and this old lady walked out. You were in the bathroom, and Marty and I standing there talking about the movie. We went to go see the nice guys, and we walk. How out. was it, by the way? It was fucking great. awesome. Yeah, so good. And we walk out, and the lady, this lady, is standing in the hallway, is an old lady, and she goes, "I really liked the film." And the other one's like, "Me too. I loved Philip Seymour Hoffman." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Saying, oh. Like in general? <laughs> no, like I mean, maybe, but like he wasn't in that movie, and oh. he hasn't been in any movies. She's talking in, about Russell Crowe. Maybe I think she thought Russell Crowe was Philip Seymour Hoffman, but it's great because we were looking around. Everybody like half the half the theater was asleep. One half was laughing maniacally at, at parts that weren't like before either uh, five minutes before the joke or four minutes after. Yeah. Oh, so, so Shane Black was there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. it got me thinking: like, are we going to reach a certain age where you're just like? Yeah, we should just go f- f- fall asleep in a movie theater. That's what Anthony's dad does. He goes yeah. on his gay dates to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, my dad, now that he's retired, just goes and sees every single movie that comes out. Goes to every the movie. earliest matinee showing he can. For bring, like $4. And brings flasks. And him and his friend just get plastered in the movie theater. Because no one's ever there. <laughs> fucking so my, awesome. My dad's seen every Maze Runner movie. My dad's seen every fucking... <laughs> you seen the Diver- Scorch my dad's seen wow. My dad's seen Divergent. Like he's seen like every like teen movie like love stories whatever him and his friend they go. So is he awake the whole time? Can we have yeah. you, can we have your dad do like weekly movie? Oh reviews? yeah, well my dad's gonna yeah. be up here staying in San Francisco for like six, eight weeks. So no, but probably... I mean, dude, you gotta get him on the show. No, yeah. no, but yeah. can we can we like send your dad a recorder and and have him do a review for a movie every week? So yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, my dad. I asked him about Avengers, and I was like, what type? What did you like in the new Captain America movie? Like, I liked when they all fought in the airport. He's like, but I don't know who a lot of those people are. They're like all these new characters. And I'm like, nah, they're all the same shit that's been there since you were a kid. He's like, I don't know. Ang Mang, Spider Man. I don't know. Anyways, like, but I didn't expect Ant Man. I liked that Ant Man. So, 
<laughs> but you know, I would love to have your dad play like a small town newspaper cor- movie correspondent to our show, where yeah. he writes in every now and then. He's like, "I have some movie reviews for you guys. I went to go see Divergent." <laughs> Divergent. My dad said, "My dad said Batman. My dad said Batman Superman was the worst movies ever. Versus Superman was the worst movies ever. I'll really? Second, and he's seen that. all the Divergent. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That being said, it was worse than all those. My dad was like, and my dad like asked me, but just like, do you care about spoilers? I went. To, I also went to see Batman versus Superman with this guy and Marty and. And like a bunch of us from IGN went and it was fucked up, right? Because everybody else in that theater was there very seriously to see Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And then there was like nine of us in the theater just laughing fucking hysterically well, throughout the course I think of the it, movie. It started and people, as nine. people were getting fucking pissed. People were so mad at us. But like that's not a good movie. Well, I think Fuck like that. a lot of people actually started uh serious. And I actually went in going like open mind, let's see what happens here. Right. And then halfway through the movie, uh you could hear things turn in the theater too. Outside of just us. <laughs> the best part people were just like the best what? Part, <laughs> the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> Five minutes in, in the, the opening scene when the like the the tower, like the buildings are falling yep. and there's like smoke <laughs> everywhere. Ben Affleck is running through the smoke. <laughs> a horse, <laughs> a horse runs onto screen, and I just look to my left, and Brian's got two thumbs in the air. <laughs> as soon as he sees a horse, he just he puts his thumbs in the air and he turns to us and he says, "No one told me there was gonna be horses I, in this." No movie. idea. Yeah, no idea. That was not on the that title. Was like, that was like when I went to my hometown and I took Mitch. I did not know that was horse versus horse. I took Mitch Dyer. Dawn of Horses. A friend of the show, Mitch Dyer. Yeah, I took him down to my, my hometown for Thanksgiving. And uh, my hometown's very redneck. And we went and watched Red Dawn on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. The new Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they kill Chris Hemsworth character in that movie out of nowhere. Spoilers. Hey, man. Spoilers. Out of nowhere. He's crossing the hallway to give a beer to his brother. He gets shot in the head like 80 minutes in and he's just dead. And when it happened, me and Mitch laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> but all these hardcore, you'll never take our gun away, rednecks were in the theater. And they were so pissed that we were we were fucking laughing at this hero. That death. happened to me when I was 15. Yeah. Opening night for Twister. Yeah. And the the parents get sucked up in the Twister in the opening, in the opening scene. I was laughing so fucking Dude. hard. Yeah. Because that scene was so bad. Yeah. My, so cheesy. My girlfriend hates seeing movies with me because I laugh at the most inappropriate moments. Like, there's... <laughs> there, I'll be the only one in the theater laughing at something. Yeah. And she turns to me and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Be quiet. It's like, no, that's really funny. Like, that's really funny. Like, <laughs> like, no, this is a really bad scene. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know if you guys knew this, but that is not a real window you're looking through (laughs) it is a projector with fake stuff on it that they made and they put together yeah but using photoshop act like you wouldn't have got pissed if someone uh laughed when han solo died okay can i tell you can i tell and i don't know if i talked about this the closest to crying and laughing i've ever had in my entire life was when han solo got killed in the force awakens and chewbacca went (laughs) and shot him with a fucking bolt i laughed so hard he did at the idea of a set yeah you were there at a seven foot bear with a fucking cross belt shooting a fucking a, a goth kid in a trench coat with a bolt from a cross the room i laughed so hard it was so funny so let me ask you let me ask you this you ever go see movies with your parents yes yeah. okay 
are your parents older and like they think I would that, hope so. They, well, no, but I mean, like, are they like old enough that they think that all movies just are happening in their living room? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, Duke no. Oh, yeah, I went they to talk. Go, yeah, they fucking t- so like I went to go see Star Wars with my dad on yep. on Christmas night because um, he hadn't seen it yet. My my dad and I and my girlfriend and we go to <laughs> we go to see fucking Force Awakens, and I I've been I've watched movies in my parents' house and my dad just constantly has this like undertone like this commentary that constantly my dad, my dad does the same thing it's it's so funny but what's funny is he has no sensor when he's in public so he's doing the same shit when we're in the theater and he also apparently just was completely uninformed about force awakens i like hadn't seen anything about it so we're watching the movie and halfway through the movie princess leia shows up and she gets off the ship and my dad turns to me in full volume he goes Carrie Fisher. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, Dad, Dad, shut the fuck up, man, shut up. And then you know, like half an hour later, Han Solo gets killed. Yeah, yeah. And my Spoilers. dad, very like, very solemnly, just goes, "Oh wow." And this is one of the things where I was like, "Do you, do you not know where you are? <laughs> Fucking be quiet." My so I was I was I've been home like seeing my parents a lot, and it's a uh, it's been weird because that's kind of been simultaneous with the this season of game of thrones starting oh, so i've been yeah. watching it with them and like my wife and i will sit down and my, my parents are sitting there and it's like quiet and like we'll make popcorn and i'm like oh i'm in my parents living room you know it's not my new usual amenities of like being surrounded by my my comforting things when i'm watching game of thrones like oh was that bar like over here like red wine and a nice sauce yeah something yeah. like that you know and it's gravy Gravy. And we'll sit down and I'm like, all right, so we're shutting off the lights. It's very quiet. Everyone be quiet. Game of Thrones is on. We're going to watch every moment. And like five minutes in, my dad goes, oh, I was a fucking guy with no dick again. <laughs> oh, and, the, and the dwarf. I'm like, shh, stop, stop it. And he's like, oh, this fucking. Do you remember the guy in the first season when he was making out with his sister and then the kid fell out of the window? And I'm like, why are you talking about the first season right now? I'm like, we're on some. We're like six seasons later. It's so funny watching that shit because they, they just, you know, they, they mean well. Yeah. And I think we'll do that someday. My parents are less so. It's like, it's less so like that. And it's more as though they're commenting as if they were there. You know, like he'll be like, ah. Oh. Why would you do something like that? This just seems like a bad idea. It's like, Dad, keep your mouth shut. I, I love when you're watching a movie with somebody for the first time and they ask you questions like you've seen it five times. They're so like, what do you think he's going to do? Why do he do that? Like, I have all the same information as you. Yeah. Like, you and I got the same drip feed of information because that's how movies work. I, why would he do such a thing? I don't know. Let's see how this pans out. Yeah. I if just, only this was a story. I do the thing. I do the thing where I just commentate more on what they're watching. So, like, if my parents are watching Survivor and I'm over at their house, I'll just the whole time I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> just making like, awful vuvuzela noises every like, time. Like that. <laughs> or or they'll they'll watch like Gold Rush. My yep. dad will watch the gold and be like, Uh-oh. "That sounds like a show that somebody's yeah. parents would watch." Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, they've got to dig harder to get to the glory hole. Watch <laughs> out! Here comes all sorts of gold inside the mud, but yep. things aren't going right over at the glory hole. <laughs> And I'm just doing the same announcer repeating back. Or I'll watch sports and I'll be like, wow, low one outside. This game was brought to you by Budweiser King of Beers. <laughs> and I would, I'll just do this the whole time just, just to fuck with my dad. What's your dad say to that? He's just, he's just like, 
Well, it's on mute for a reason. And he's like, this is all I have. You know, yeah. like, this is, my, I know. this is my winter years, and yeah. this is really the end of the season, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, you can get the... Uh... The 36-year-old man out of the house, but you'll never get the six-year-old boy out of there either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, Ran- Anthony, you want to wrap us up? Yeah. Ranthony? It's about that time. Ranthony? Uh, you can find us uh, at thecomedybutton.com where you can buy commentaries and merch, and there's all kinds of cool shit that we usually put up there, including commentary for Running Man. Yeah. And, and uh, Ghostbusters very soon. Ghostbusters yeah. very soon. And dozens of other movies. Sandlot in the near future, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, a bunch that we've already done. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash group slash comedy button. You can join our Facebook group. It's very active. Uh, and then you can go to patreon.com slash comedy button. Dude, it's getting late. Pa- pa- patreon.com slash comedy button where you Jenny, can I want to help you with contribute a dollar a month. <laughs> get two extra episodes a month. Uh, they're, full, they're full episodes. Not any different, really. Except we don't do outros on them like this. So if you're annoyed by those, they're not there. So. <laughs> hmm um, then you can go to IGN.com. I'll play ping pong with President Carter. You go watch Up at Noon every Thursday at noon. Yeah, please And do. you can go Wednesdays and watch a Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go watch the Star Wars show. StarWars.com. Where can we play your game? It's got a hot read. MarvelHeroes.com. And you can read the stuff I write occasionally on StarWars.com. Yeah. I got to so. talk to you about a freelance gig. So, all right, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for listening. We had a really good time tonight. Make sure to go make fun of your parents' shit. <laughs> Get revenge. <laughs> this week, Fanfall, Lord of Flames, gives thanks to Claire Carson, Emilio Bravo, Tim Policino, Evardo Nunez, David McManus, Cole Tamasha, Santiago Campos, Sescosi, Grant Ponta, Brian Mordeca, Zach Matilda, Lou McCown too. Alexis Upshur, Ian Vogelsaw, Jonathan Herzer, Kito Obrenro, get a new name! Half of it is made of symbols for anti-ghosts! Albert Tran, Ricardo Castro Jr., Heath Warwick, Derek Warren, Bart Gorley, Nick Aragoni, Joel Guri, Apostolo, James Rodriguez, Jared Ryan, Jake Barnes, Jordan Anderson, Brian Duquette, Gage Ayala, Adam Carpenter, don't build me a circus of value. Jeremiah Lindsay, thank you too. I'll see you next week in hell. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Paula Schultz, Paul Grabovac, Motherfucking Kevin, Matt Shotrop, Laura K. Buzz, Curtis Ruska, John Skinner, J. Ellis James, Jamie Gordon, and Don Grove!